Hello, everyone, and welcome to Impossible to Say. My name is Emily Proctor. And my name is Kat Wellington. It is a beautiful weekend. I'm feeling actually really anxious about the weather being so nice because yeah, it means the world's ending and everyone's kind of forgetting that. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my God. Sunny and 75. 70 degrees this weekend. (laughs) I saw a TikTok this morning that was like um, hearing kids talk about when I grow up, I want to be in there like, babe, it was 75 <laughs> degrees in November. Like, you don't need to worry about what you're going to be when you grow up. We're not going to make it another 20 years. Which is yeah. so negative. And then I got, I like sent me into a spiral this morning, kind of. But because I was like, should I have kids? I shouldn't. Yeah, no, I've been on that uh, train this summer with everything that's like been going on politically. I'm Yeah. And obviously, I've had that thought for like many yeah. years now. Like, it's not. It's really not great to bring a kid into the world right now. But what I'm are they like, supposed to do? You know, like. But then I was also like, if I can give my kid a good life for like five years and then he goes up and he or she, hopefully she goes up in flames with me, then like, God bless. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Hopefully it'll be like quick, you know, unless it's like if it's like an apocalyptic, what's apocalyptic? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're yeah. there. You're there. Type situation where we have to survive, then I'll feel really guilty. Yeah, because, because I only want to have to worry about me, myself and I. Of course. But also just like, oh, I brought you into this situation for a while, mm. you know? Just to have like a cute baby for a couple of years. And then it's just extra weight in yeah. the apocalypse. <laughs> Another mouth you have to Apocalypse? Feed. Apocalypse. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, on a positive <laughs> note. <laughs> you said you were feeling so I, positive. I do have a positive outlook on today. It's a Sunday. It's a nice day. Um, how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty good. Um, let's see. Kyle and I went home for the weekend. Something that like. It's like hard for me to talk about is that one of Kyle's favorite hobbies is like hunting, mm-hmm. um, which I really, really struggle with because I would struggle with that as well. I just fortunately, sorry, Kyle, fortunately, he's like doesn't kill that many things, which definitely makes it so much easier. I fortunately, think. he's a bad hunter. Is that <laughs> yeah, what you're saying? Yes. He's like literally maybe had like two deers since he's I don't know, since we've started dating. Um, I can't even say like killed two deers. It like makes me so sad to think about. Yeah, um, I understand that. So it's hunting season right now. So we went home so he could hunt. Um, and I wasn't with him last weekend because he was in Texas. So I wanted to go home with him. Um, but it was nice. Uh, did a little family happy hour on Friday with his family and our friends and my mom, which is always fun. And then Saturday, uh, we got lunch with our friends Um on the water at the pier I'm mm-hmm. getting too specific but we ended up being there for <laughs> like two and a half hours because the service was so awful the power went out in the restaurant not you slandering the pier <laughs> the power went out in the restaurant and i guess like at the same time she had like put our food order in so mm-hmm. like the power going out like fucked things up and yeah. she gave written tickets to the kitchen but apparently our order was extremely similar to another table so the kitchen thought that they had like Doubles. doubled it. So they just took care of one table. But we were sitting there for literally an hour and a half and she kept checking on us and we did not have our food. And obviously none of us are going to be like assholes and be like, hey, yeah, where's our food here yeah. for an hour and a half? We never once did that. Um, well, finally, I did say something after two hours. I was like, hey, we've been here for you know quite some time. We put our food mm-hmm. order in a while ago, like an hour and a half ago. And she's like, oh, yeah, so sorry. Let me go check on that. And then came and told us the whole situation and I didn't want to blame her but I also was like if you keep checking in and there's no food and after you, saw, and you took the order yeah. then you kind of have to 
Yeah, Take she, some action on that. She gave us a free round of drinks. And of course, Kyle had to leave by 2.30 to get out in the woods to go hunting. His food came out last. He was oh, like no. so hungry. It was I feel like so that's always funny. what happens if you need to go somewhere yeah. or like you're the starving one. You get it last. Yeah. But the food was so good, which like it was worth it for sure. And I mean, I had no plans. I had a couple crushes. Yeah. It was a beautiful day. Um, but it was just. It's just funny because Kyle gets so hangry and like bad service and stuff is not his, not his forte. So, <laughs> well, but, yeah, nobody's forte really. Yeah, that's but, so true. But yeah, I understand. I also like struggle so hard to be mean to of restaurant course. workers. Like, well, it's not like you're mean, m- mean, but I don't. But know. even saying something, yeah, because yeah. you know they're swamped and especially with a power outage, like they're a million <laughs> times more stressed out than yeah. you are. Left Doug to uh, foot the bill. So curious to of see course. how much she ended up. That's what um, we all normally do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> curious to see what he tipped and how much he ended up comping but yeah um that was honestly the most exciting thing that happened this weekend for me personally so bad service bad service oh great awesome yeah. sounds like a great weekend yeah what about you uh i had a very relaxing weekend oh also i was gonna say i was getting vibes on you like from you on like Tuesday that you were going home for the full weekend, but yeah. you wouldn't say it. Okay. So my issue was, is I really wanted to stay in Baltimore because like Emily wouldn't say, it, and I, I could get the vibes from her. What <laughs> She was like, yeah, I guess we can do that on Friday. And I was like, she's not doing anything with me this weekend, <laughs> no. but I just wish you would say it. Okay. Well, I'm annoyed because we did have plans to go back to Topgolf, but no one in our group actually wanted to go. It was only me and Kevin talking about I it. I did want to go and Kevin wanted to go, me but too. yeah, I, I don't, to go I don't too. know why everybody didn't say that. The other half of our friend group literally just didn't answer. And yeah. Obviously when they don't answer, I just take that as a, they're coming along. Right. And then it came to Friday, Thursday night and everyone's like, Oh, actually, <laughs> We have well, I thought we were going because Kyle had, didn't get to go, so yeah. he wanted to go. Oh, my God. We got into, like, uh, an argument about it, Oh, obviously. okay. God bless. So okay. Don't worry. Yeah, I handled that end. But, yeah, I mean, it works out because now we're going to go for his birthday, and he's asking a million yeah. questions. He wants to bring his own clubs to Top Golf, and I'm like, you can't It might be that. a little embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. But I can understand, I guess like, so. hit, hitting better, but I, so you stupid. can't really roll in there it with that. No, not as your first time. Not as a first-time Top Golfer. Wait, has he not gone in Atlanta or He's anywhere? Never been. Oh, okay. Neither did I. He was asking me a million questions. Had we it. have we talked about Top Golf on here? Not that anyone cares, but one opened up in Baltimore. Yeah. And I was I've never hit a golf ball in my entire life other than <laughs> with the exception of mini golf, which is obviously not the same. Yeah. In my mind though, it was the same. Like it's so similar. Like honestly, at the end I of don't, the day. I don't whiff in mini golf. Actually, that's not true. I do whiff sometimes in mini golf. Yeah. But I could I couldn't hit the ball. Like I don't know how people golf. All this time I've been like, damn, like you guys are really just out there hitting balls like so easy. But now I respect golfers, especially too when like you're there, you're around like so many other strangers too, and you're everyone's like, watching you. I yeah. I hit the ground like ten times in the beginning. <laughs> I did too. I know, but, but still, it was a safe space group. Luckily, yeah, so it didn't matter. But it's so true. I could never go on like a first date. Because that's a oh thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like people go on dates to talk golf. Holy shit. I didn't even think about that. I couldn't. Mm-mm. That'd be would, way too embarrassing. They would get the ick from my swing. I would have to. Yeah, no. There's no way. And and you can't even, like, turn it into, like, a cute little, like, oh, show me how to golf. You know, like, put your arms around me and, like, show me how to the club. Because then you still have to do it on your own and you're still going to whiff or hit yeah, the Yeah, and it's not a funny 
cute thing no, to it's... be bad at it. It's fully <laughs> embarrassing. There's nothing cute about it. Oh, it's not god. like, oh, I've never golfed before. Like, oh my god, it's it's embarrassing. Oh my god, we're going for Kyle's birthday. We're going with like twelve people, and now I'm stressed. They're literally all our friends, but <laughs> no, it'll be fun. <laughs> now I'm anxious. Ugh. Um, my weekend it was fine. Friday, I was like depressed all day, so then I went on a. I knew I had to leave the house. Yeah. So Kevin and I went on like a. I was like, let's just walk until we find somewhere we want to stop. Mm-hmm. So we walked to Fells Point. Holy and shit. Yeah. It's just like, a, it's really only like a mile and a half. I guess so. It just seems so far away. Yeah. But then we ended up going to Ekibon, which is the restaurant that Thomas and Lena like love. Mm-hmm. And it was so fucking good. Ugh. I cannot even stress like how life-changing it was are you serious i'm dead serious they weren't exaggerating i don't really trust them ever (laughs) i'm just kidding but no they were so right it's so so good and then we met them for drinks after which was fun oh my god yeah you went to that bar on uh fort that i've been dying to go to what what were the vibes like it was honestly good vibes because we thought it was one of the local bars that we're like not welcome at yeah we haven't lived here for 40 years you know Mm -hmm. yeah but it really wasn't i felt like there was different types of people there it was very like chill our age like maybe it wasn't it didn't feel like we were going out to yeah. the bars we normally course, go to yeah. it was just some people sitting at the bar there was this guy he either works there or owns it or something like just shucking oysters oh. by, behind us it was oh, like so confusing because awesome. we didn't know what he was doing and it was just it, a lot going on but it was decorated super spooky for halloween so it was oh, cool nice they went like all out. Um, was it bit? Is it big? No, it's tiny. No. Yeah, I and then we just got some cocktails and then went home, and it was it was good. Um, and then Saturday, I went to. I wasn't gonna go to my siblings' soccer games, my little siblings, but then my family texted that it was my sister's last game, mm. so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to both of their games, and I'm done for the season. Yeah. Um, and they both my brother law or no tied and then my sister won by a lot to oh, a team nice. that they had been like losing to so oh. it was good and that was the end of her season she was excited and like i do it's easy for me to be like it doesn't matter if i'm there because mm-hmm. i felt like that when i was little when i was playing sports i didn't want anyone to see me but yeah. i think that's just who i was and i forget that not everyone has the exact same personality as me yeah like my grandparents would come and i would get so upset which is like Mm -hmm. so weird but if anyone came i wanted the least people there possible so i could just like play and not think about anyone watching me and so for them i'm like it doesn't matter from there like they're on the field they don't care from there but Mm -hmm. they really do yeah so they're like so happy when i'm there so i'm like it's i'm glad i went but yeah i think for me i never really like cared if my like family was there that I like saw all the time but if I knew like my aunt was coming or like I mean like random we happened to be having a game next to you know boys our age they were like practicing football or something (laughs) I would be like oh yeah then I would care but yeah I I hear what you're saying if our oh my god if like your crush came to your game in high school oh scary but um (laughs) yeah I don't know I just I always felt like you know me. I was just like so embarrassed of everything. So I was like, even though there, I was doing nothing embarrassing, I just yeah. didn't want. It's actually so anyone to see me. Interesting, the type of person that you were growing up and to the career that you have now. It's crazy. It's like a three hundred and sixty. It's really scary. Cad literally wouldn't even like want us to say like happy birthday to her like in school. I didn't want and not even to come to my house. Yeah, not even like a annoying way. Like asking for that and then hoping we actually like did something big you know some people are like that I was probably like that 
Um, I mean, I think I'm like that now. Well, she, yeah. she literally genuinely was like, don't talk about it. <laughs> like, don't talk about it. My mom planned me a surprise party once. I was so fucking upset. Like yeah. I specifically told her, do not throw by any means. Like uh-huh. in my entire life, throw me a surprise yeah. party. Like do not. <laughs> she did it anyway yeah. yeah well i mean and like it was fine but she invited boys and was girls I there? yeah we were what still young was i was trying to I'm trying i don't to know remember. i remember one of the girls there got her period for the first time at the pool oh yeah so we it's were all at, coming back to like, me now. we were mm. at that age so probably like seven i was trying grade? to picture your house but it wasn't at your house that's why i don't remember because it was at the pool yeah we well we went to my house and had a sleepover yeah. after mm-hmm. And I just, I even remember like when we came back to sleepover, I was like, oh my God, it's still going. Like not yeah. only is it a pool party, but it's a sleepover. <laughs> like I have to escape. continue. Yeah. So yeah, it was horrible, but also like nice, I guess, looking back and it's out of kindness, but I just couldn't. I feel like so many people, was it like your 13th probably? It must. I'm thinking yes. Yeah. I feel like so, it's such a universal experience to have one like genuine genuinely like shock surprise party growing up because i had one too and my reaction was like not good either yeah you emily is the best at reactions for that kind of thing i fucking my 13th surprise party you guys got me so good well yours was like a banger it was a banger i was literally so so surprised and you guys all pitched in and bought me a pair of uggs i think we talked about that on here i think we might have a long time ago yeah it was actually so cute of you guys still wearing them to this day not actually emily had (laughs) so this surprise party was at a like an event community center a community center so it wasn't it felt different it felt like a big deal at that age because there was boys and girls there and it wasn't at somebody's house we had a dj yeah like we were dancing it was crazy yeah it was the first actual because then later on we had a couple parties that felt similarly to that but i feel like that was the first one that was a mingle situation one of our best friends her birthday um because you were a whore yeah of course it was close to mine kyle was actually at that party which <laughs> yeah was so, funny. so funny wasn't interested in him at the time we though. should post that photo we although should although i don't know if all those people would want us to post that photo since we maybe don't we can, keep in touch maybe we can blur faces blur that ev- seems literally weird. a massive group photo of like 30 <laughs> people blur everyone but me you uh, and kyle i don't even remember kyle being there honestly i was i think he was dating our friend meredith at the time to be honest yeah and i was interested in the six foot tall like jesus lover kid at the time mm-hmm. so which we've talked about meredith and the jesus lover so if you guys are really <laughs> paying attention you'll know their characters oh man i remember texting our friend who's yeah her birthday was um shortly after mine and i thought it was it was her birthday party that i thought i was going to yeah and i remember texting her being like oh my god like what's the dress code like what do i wear and i remember she literally had to talk to her mom who had to talk to my mom and be like emily's asking me what to wear <laughs> to her own party i don't know what to tell her that that was Ugh. good though on your mom's part yeah of like you thinking you were going to someone else's i just stumbled across that invitation actually in one of my like keepsake boxes and the invitation literally says please do not tell your kid until the morning of <laughs> because yeah it would have gotten out oh for, for sure. sure absolutely um definitely my mom also and my dad like it's i have not been able to avoid it like I specifically don't like when they sing to at restaurants. I think a lot of kids don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's uncommon. Mm-hmm. Like it's a little bit scary, especially if you're really young. But then if you're like a angsty teen, which I don't worse. necessarily know if I was like angsty, but I just didn't want it. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't be more clear. Yeah. And my mom forced me to go to Chewy's one or no, sorry, Chevy's. Chevy's. Oh, that's the worst. Where you get a worst. sombrero and they sing to you. Oh my God. And I was like, 
this is exactly what I told you now. And the same thing, my dad, I go to Six Flags with him on my birthday one year. And I was like, it's not, I was like, we're just going to Six Mm -hmm. Flags. Like, it's not for my birthday. But I'm like, it's nice because it's a good plan. It's fun. It's not like super focused on me. Like everyone can have fun. It's just Mm -hmm. me and my brothers and my dad. And my dad tells the roller coaster operator to get the whole roller coaster to sing to me. I was like, what are you guys not getting? Like, I can't oh. be more transparent about this. I think I would take so upset roller coaster over Chevy's, though, I think, for like a yeah. a birthday sing-along situation. Yeah, it was fine. But I was just like, That's again, so funny. like it was all fine. But I was just like, I... I don't get the it's the defiance. It's a rite of rite of passage, I think. And I'm I mean, I know in their defense, especially my mom, like she just wants to celebrate it so bad because that's how she is. Yeah. But it's just we're opposite in that way, unfortunately. She was just preparing you for your situations today where, you know, you are Yeah. And now in the spotlight. I'm in the spotlight. <laughs> public figure. Oh man. <clears throat> yeah I guess I don't know yeah. I mean there was definitely a point in my life where I I think I flipped a switch and I was able to take on attention a little bit better I don't know where or when that really happened I feel like college I guess college I would say yeah. like late high like, school college yeah but I don't really know what I think I I think I was very shy so that was like a big contributor but then mm-hmm. when I once I realized like I wasn't as shy anymore and I was like figuring out who I was I was like okay it's not a bad thing for people to want to celebrate yeah. you. It doesn't, I mean, still to this day, I'm like not really like that, but yeah. I, I can accept it more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think there's a cut you. Wow. Oh my God. I think there is a point <laughs> you get to in college too, where you either like, you know, shy away from like making new friends or you really have to put yourself out there, especially yeah. when like you join a sorority, like you mm-hmm. really have to step out of your comfort zone yeah. to like make friends. So I definitely think that helps a little bit was a turning point for me too. Also. Yeah, I agree. So, um, so yeah. And then last night I went to Hirsch's, which is a restaurant near me and got, and just sat at the bar and got appetizers and cocktails and it was fun. That sounds so nice. If you live in Baltimore or like in the surrounding area, you have to go to Hirsch's. Yeah. It is so good. I got there homemade ice cream for the first time they make ice cream there i did not know that and i got half brown sugar half marshmallow oh my god the marshmallow my bartender recommended this and i like marshmallow but like it was the perfect flavor Mm. i can't even stress it enough like i'm not gonna i'm not even an ice cream person like i don't really crave ice cream but kevin loves ice cream and it was just so fucking good damn i can't wait to get it again but i'm sure they switched them out but yeah that is the one frustra- frustrating thing about Hershey's is they are always changing their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You, fa- you fall in love with something and then it's gone. Yeah. It's hard. Uh, need to go there soon. Um, but yeah. What else did we have to talk about? Um, trying to think what else. Have you been watching Love is Blind? Yes, actually, which was uh, really convenient that I stayed in all week and I got to catch up. I think I have two episodes left. I think I've, I'm halfway through nine so I guess I have 10 left for like the second okay. installment or third installment of episodes. Um, installment? Is that what you call it? Is that what it's called? <laughs> releases? I don't know. <laughs> I kind of love that. It like formalizes it. Yeah. Um, I was seriously, I was watching by myself last night because um, Kyle has to wake up at the ass crack of dawn uh, to go hunting. And right. I was literally like laughing out loud. I think I like made a list of notes oh, of please. things that please, I just like couldn't yeah. even. And I was texting 
you and Alicia little bit about it. Where did it go? Yeah, Emily's reactions were so funny during some of the parts. My biggest issue was obviously Bartice. I literally he needs to be committed. Like, committed for he, what? I, any I, all of it. Yeah, just who he is. Mm-hmm. He or he needs to go to therapy, like real intense therapy. Yeah, he does. I got so pissed off in the beginning when like he was talking about his family life and Raven was like working out. I was like, Ooh, that's not a good look for her. But now yeah. I like fully support her and like think, doing that. I think she was able to see through his bullshit. signs that we didn't get to see. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I just don't understand. Okay. Sorry. Spoiler. I feel like if you're listening to the podcast, you're probably keeping up with love is blind yeah. and it's been out for a couple of weeks. Um, I don't know how Nancy puts up with his bullshit still. Like, I don't know how she still is like head over heels for him. I feel really horrible because you can tell she's really in love. Yeah. Like genuinely in love, which is hard. But yeah, I don't know. She's just like miles and miles more mature than him. She and she just kind of takes it all. Like it's hard to watch. Yeah, I I feel bad because she was so apprehensive about dating a younger guy to begin with because they're what, six years apart. And I thought for sure because he's almost the same age as Cole. I think him and Cole are pretty similar and I think they're both pretty immature, but now I'm like, like Cole way more than I like Bartiz. Um, if I had to marry one, I would marry Cole for sure. Bartiz, but I would hate my life. Yeah. It wouldn't be great. It wouldn't be a good marriage. Yeah. Get divorced. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) But I just, it just sucks because he, honestly, I thought he was way more mature, like in the first couple episodes, like when they're in the pods than what I'm seeing now, the abortion stuff. Yeah, I don't really understand. It was the it was such a weird take. I almost would have rather him been like, I'm pro-life. Basically. Which, you know what I mean? Because he said, everyone gets, you get one abortion. <laughs> you get one abortion and then you're done. You're and not allowed to it. get any more. But it's like, if you're anti-abortion, like obviously you guys know where we stand on abortion, but it's like, if you're anti-abortion, go ahead and say that. But it's not a strike system. Yeah. Like you don't get to have one and like then not allow and it's just so odd nancy was so funny though because she was like okay well what about rape and he was like oh okay yeah and she's like incest you could tell he like hadn't thought about someone it. pokes a hole in a condom and he's like oh okay and then my favorite thing was when she was like well what about plan b what are your thoughts on plan b and he's like oh i've got i did that multiple times pop it like candy baby <laughs> and Nancy's like, sitting there like oh okay you could just tell that he hadn't even thought about it in terms of you know, he's never taken yeah. it seriously. He's just yeah. like, well, I can understand it like once, but he's never had to actually consider. The, yeah, because he's a fucking child. Exactly. Yeah. He um also, you can obviously tell he's not physically attracted to her because obviously he doesn't stop bringing it up. Well, yeah, he says it the whole fucking <laughs> show. To, to her yeah. face. Yeah. But he won't even like during his confessionals, like meanwhile, he'll tell Nancy like, hey, I'm not really physically attracted to you. But during his confessionals, he keeps being like, oh my God, we just have so many problems between the abortion and the ex-boyfriend. He says that like five times. That's yeah. the only issues they've run into. But deep down, it's literally, he's just not physically attractive. Yeah, he's like pulling at random things, choosing yeah. like the only disagreements they've had. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. He's trying to make up for it and make him, him not look like a shitty guy. When it's... Which I'm not saying that, like I can understand not being physically attracted to someone and that being a problem. Like that is, I get that, but... It's just then don't sign up for the process. Yeah. One. And two, like if you can't work through it, you can't work through it, but don't blame it on random fucking things. Exactly. I don't know. He, yeah. It's just an interesting experiment when you, you know, wholeheartedly believe in like looks being a huge factor in your relationship and then you're going to go on Love is Blind. It's like Shake from season yeah. two. Exactly. Like, and that then, was hilarious. At least he was, you know, a little bit more upfront about it. 
I don't know but. if you've seen this yet, but this has been all over social media too. Um, he talked about with his sister when he's like trying on suits. Oh, um, yeah. How when he FaceTimed her, FaceTimed his friends when he when they got their phones back with Nancy, they were all like, bro, like she's ugly basically. <gasps> the, yeah. I must they, have missed that. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. They basically were like, are you sure? Like they texted him and were basically like, she's ugly. That's what he's. I'm not exactly sure what words he yeah. used, but that's what he said. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. And then meanwhile, they like cut to the friends a couple minutes later. I'm like, these dudes are fucking hideous. Of course. Sorry. Like, of course. Anyway. No, he's, he is so scary. I would never trust him. And I know that the last couple of episodes end on a cliffhanger for their wedding. Yeah. And I will say before the decision comes out, I think that he's going to say no. This is recorded before it comes out, but um, I think he's going to say no. And I know you haven't seen them yet, but his vows are so fucking weird. Oh, no, I have a pit. Her vows are like super complimentary towards him, obviously, uh-huh. which is, I think, how vows should be. And then his vows, which I think a little bit of this is fine. Like if I'm like my vows are to you and I'm like, mm-hmm. you bring out the best in me, like yeah. you make me a better person. Sure. But the whole thing was just about like how she serves him mm-hmm. and said nothing really about her. Yeah. And then it was just like, in my mind, I already won. Like, you're going to say, yes, I already won. Like, I'm like, you don't talk about winning oh on God. the altar. And it was so high energy. And you could tell that it wasn't thought out. Like, it was very weird. I'm just surprised that he, like, wanted to go and, like, get married anyways. Like, he just seems like he's just not ready to be in a serious relationship. I mean, he t- he's talking about how he can get whatever girl he wants 24-7. So then w- go do that. Like, Literally. You know what I mean? Go do that. Um, do you want to, I feel like I have so many other things to say, but I don't know if people give a fuck or not. Do you want to give like predictions real quick for each couple? What we already, I already know what happens to one. Okay. Um, and I know it's Raven and SK. I don't know what happens, but I know they're the first wedding. Okay. Um, So you can give your prediction. I'll give my predictions. I, unfortunately, I think Raven's going to say no. Okay. Um, I think SK, I don't even, I can't even tell if he like actually likes her. If he just thinks she's hot. Did you say that to me? Maybe. No, I didn't say that to you, but it is a little bit confusing because he's very sweet throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But he's not really ever saying exactly how he feels. He's kind of skates over it a little bit. Like a little bit of his like personality as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Raven's just constantly like chit chatting to like, you know, brush over the awkward like silences between them. I don't know. Um, I I like them both individually. I just don't think they're a good match. Um, So I think Raven's going to say no. Um, Matt and Colleen. Okay. He's crazy. I think she's going to say no. And I think he's going to say yes. She's grown on me a lot. And I, I agree. I think that's how it's going to be. I hope she says no because he's terrifying. I think she's still a pick me girl. I think like, to be honest, she has been straightforward the whole time. Like she's like, she has literally said, I have no depth. Like I have nothing else to give you. This is it. Like I like ballet. I'm bubbly. (laughs) I'm happy. I then like have a good body. Apparently yeah. everyone's won't stop talking about, but yeah, that's it. And like, that's fine. And Matt really likes that. So I don't know. I think he would be the only one to cause issues. Cause he obviously has some control issues. I think I wrote this down. Oh, I specifically wrote this down in my notes. If you have severe trust issues, why would you go on a show where you get engaged after two weeks without seeing the other person? Yeah. I don't even know how long they spent in the pods. I that's think it's a like really two good weeks. point. Yeah. It's because weeks. obviously he had a horribly traumatic past relationship. Yeah, Which where yeah. You have horrible trust issues. So what You're you're so right. Yeah, I don't why know. Why do you think uh, it makes so, no fucking sense. It makes for great TV. 
Okay, but so I, what's your prediction for them? I think exactly. I think Colleen's going to say no, and I think Matt's going to say yes because okay. she's out of his league. So I don't think he's ever going to get anyone hotter, unfortunately. I disagree. I feel like they're in the same league. Yeah, I guess so. Like he could go find a girl at church that looks exactly like her. That's true, too. I don't think she's like wildly hot, but I just think she's slightly more attractive than he is. Um, Cole and Zenob, I think they're both going to say yes, and I hope they do. They've grown on me. I think that she's going to say no. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Or he'll say no. Or they'll both say no. But sometimes they do where you, I don't, I think they're not going to get married. Really? I think they're going to get married. Okay. Damn. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But I think, oh, sometimes they do where they'll show one decision. And then if it's a no, like if then the first just, person says yeah. no, you don't know what the other person's going to say. That's true. Cause it just ends. Unless they tell you. Okay. But yeah. I think they're going to get married. Okay. So, um, I think they're, Go ahead. Both going to say no. Damn. Okay. Um, Brennan and Alexa. Yes. I really, really want them both to say, I really want them to get married. I but think they're getting married. They are from two totally different walks of life. Yeah. But weirdly, I feel like it like intertwines it in works. a way that you wouldn't expect. I fucking love her. Yeah, I do like, too. After, so I um, just saw Brennan meeting all of her friends. Like I'm going to be like in her friend group. Yeah. Like, they seem so They were a lot fun. on him, though, in, like, in a weird way. Yeah, it was, it was... It was just too much rapid fire. I was like, mm-hmm. you guys aren't even having a productive conversation. And Alexa's just, like, sitting there, just, yeah. like, sipping her drink, eating. Okay, so those are our predictions. You guys will probably... The episodes will be out by the time this is out. So yeah. you can let us know if we were right. But, um... Can't wait. I'm excited. Me too. Okay. I guess we should move on. Yeah, it's we should. We need okay. to stop doing 45-minute long intros. Um, okay. I do have an advice this week, but if you would like oh, to go yeah, first. Oh, yeah, you do yours and I'll do mine. Okay, cool. Later. Um, here we go. Hi, I absolutely love you guys in the podcast. I'm hoping for some advice on how to still prioritize your career and life plan slash goals while your partner may have different plans in mind. Before I met my boyfriend, I had a whole general plan of what I'd hope to do with my life in the next few years. But now that he's in my life, I worry I'm going to lose him to logistics if our plans don't match up completely. I see myself marrying him at some point, so I'm really nervous that logistics are going to ruin it. Our careers are important to both of us, so we don't want to hold each other back. However, I'm just not sure how to navigate planning for the future, like moving to a new state or going to grad school without feeling guilty or having anxiety about messing up our relationship. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. I can relate to that because I think you just have to choose like what you prioritize. Yeah more like if you're a career mm-hmm. bitch and not you know that's where you want what you want to do and you know you'll be fine without but I, I just I think you have to at one point come to a conclusion like if you want to spend the rest of your life with someone like you just have to make the, cha- the changes you're gonna come sacrifices because if, too. You, if yeah. you end up getting married like say you were already married like say you if you've already said you want to be with this person for the rest of your life then like you make those decisions together and mm-hmm. then you figure out like if one person gets a really high paying job, you go there. So I just feel like you need to decide if it's like a forever situation, but yeah. it's really hard, especially when it's early on and you're like, mm-hmm. you can't make, you know, I think in this situation too, like totally understand like the stress and anxiety, but I think you just need to take things like as they come, yeah, you know, absolutely. like there's no need to like, nitpick and plan obviously it's important to plan and you want to have the same goals as the person you're with especially when you get to a certain age yeah um but you know just take it how it is you know if you decide you want to go to grad school like that's something you guys you know will figure out together um you know different 
career opportunities, I think there's, you know, no reason to stress if you're happy and you do see yourself marrying this person. Yeah. In the future. I'm so I think you and I are both like day by day. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the only way I can function as a human because Mm -hmm. I was telling Kevin this like I don't want to I I just don't want to live for like myself in five years. Like and I'm not saying that in a like planning for the future is I'm it's good. Obviously I'm just like I just got to figure it out. What's going on now. I don't know. Definitely. It just adds too much stress to me. And I think personally also like if you you know you do run into an issue with your partner and they don't agree with you or they don't you know support you then then you cross that bridge too yeah Yeah. and if it doesn't work out doesn't break up compromise like you either figure out if your relationship's worth it or if your career's you know worth it so yeah I mean I think yeah even like with your relationship doing long distance for four years Mm -hmm. and my relationship we've Kevin and I have both gone through career changes. Also, like, he's had to decide to move. Yeah. Now, like, our lease is up in six months, and we're trying to figure out where we want to move. That'll be best for both of us. And, Mm -hmm. like, we're just kind of doing that together, like, as we go. Yeah. Because we want to do it together as we go. So, I don't know. I think that's all you can do, really. Yeah. Absolutely. But then, like, if something arises that, like, something, some crazy opportunity, Mm -hmm. and I didn't then we would have to deal with that, you know? Like if it didn't, if he had to go somewhere crazy, yeah. uh, I don't know. You never know. Yeah. But for the most part, I feel like like we've made the decision that we're in it together. So it's like if, you know, if we got to move to another country, we'll exactly. do it together. I think it gets to a certain point when you're with someone, you know, no matter the length of time, it gets to a point where you start thinking for the both of you. You know what I yeah. mean? He's better about it than I am though because mm-hmm. I'm like... I just know myself and I'm like, if oh, there's some places if I had to live, I'm like, oof, oof. right. Yeah. But he's like, I'll go wherever you need to go. And I'm like, wow, which is you're still, a better person than I am. Yeah. Well, which is still good that, you know, you obviously no matter what have to put yourself first. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, of course. And it's realistic that you think that way, knowing like, yeah, you're going to support Kevin and his goals, but you're not going to move to freaking like South Dakota and be happy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Unfortunately. No offense to our South Dakota girlies. But oh, they'll probably come for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I think, I think you're in the right headspace. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Queen. Definitely. Um, I don't have an advice for this episode, but I will tell a story. That's a good idea. Okay. This is kind of a lengthy one, but I was thoroughly entertained through it. So hopefully you guys will be as well. Okay. Let's see if I can read today. Let's find out. (laughs) Um, So I am in a small graduate doctorate program that started in late May. It's a fairly small program and the type where everyone got to know each other and went out together often. When we first started a school, a bunch of us went out for drinks to get to know each other. There was a guy who was there who was very blatantly hitting on me. So I tried to make lots of subtle comments about my boyfriend without being embarrassing and insinuating he was hitting on me. We all also have a group message. So he already has my number just to preface. I mentioned to the group the... the college my sister goes to and that I go there to study with her in their study room often. He will call him Dan said that he went to undergrad there and lives nearby and also studies there too. And I was like, Oh cool. Great. So then later in the week he texts me and asks if I'm going to be going to that school to study because he is, and we could review for our exam together. And I was like, yeah, sure. Thinking I made it abundantly clear. I had a boyfriend literally talked about him an embarrassing amount. He then proceeds to say he was house sitting for his parents and invited me over to his parents' house to study. 
This is an almost 30 year old man, by the way. So I was like, okay, this fucking dude is weird. And I texted back saying no. And that I have a boyfriend. Like I told everyone at the bar the previous week. He then replies and says, sorry if I overstepped any boundaries. You just seemed like a nice person. And he was just trying to make friends. So then I feel like the biggest piece of shit. And I'm like, oh no, sorry. Just wanted to make sure you knew. But we can study on campus another time. Because obviously I'm not going to this man's parents' house. And the whole time I'm telling my boyfriend. And he's just as naive with me saying it's a brand new program. <laughs> and everyone just wants to make friends. Then he proceeds for the next three weeks to ask me to go out for margaritas. And I say no every time because he was also being flirtatious. And that makes me just really uncomfortable. After saying no so many times, he then just completely avoids me during school, which was better for me. Flash forward two months and another girl in my program and her long-term boyfriend break up. And then literally the next day, Dan is all over it. They start talking like the next week and he's very controlling and toxic. She told me that he told, he told her she smiled too much Yelled at her for liking another classmate's Instagram picture, who also has a long-term girlfriend, by the way, and several other things. He also pulled aside her lab partner and screamed at him, asking if he was into her, which he was also, he was not at all. He also had a girlfriend, LOL. Then he failed out of the program and she broke things off with him because of his controlling behavior and then told me some of this stuff the next semester. She then tells me that the whole time he was engaged. (gasps) She found his fiance through Instagram. And then another girl in her class said that when she first followed him on Instagram, he had a ring in his bio at the fiance's name and then took it out when we all started following each other. Another guy friend in the program who was partners with him often told us that he said to him, man, I'm loyal. But some of these girls in the program make me want to question it. Also, just want to put it out there that he was almost 30. I was the youngest in the program. I just turned 21 like days before we started school. And the girl he was dating was a year older than me. And there are plenty of girls in there in the late 20s range. So he just overall was fucking creepy and weird and gross. And to end it all, karma's a bitch. And he should have focused more on school than trying to fuck every girl in our program. That's it. I'm speechless. It was just a lot. Like I at first I was reading and I was like, okay, you know, like. It's very classic, like a guy not getting hints. Yeah. But then it's just like, you're fucking engaged the whole time. I'm literally terrified of that man. Yeah, he's scary. Terrified. She, she did everything correctly, by the way. Like she, but it is so, I was just thinking like how hard it is to be a woman while reading this. Isn't it so interesting that you literally feel bad about talking about your significant other because you don't want to ruin another man's ego it's awful like, and like she she literally said like i didn't i wasn't it was embarrassing yeah but i had to make the point and i can totally relate to that oh absolutely i was the same way in school too like guys would be obviously like talking and chatting yeah. with me and i it's so hard to tell if they're being nice or if they're being flirty yeah and like you drop the hint that you have a boyfriend and then they either get like super pissed off or just like weirded out. Like it's so strange. Well, it's like they're either mad that you, they wasted, wasted their, their time, time oh having a conversation yeah. with you or, and we've talked about this before, or they're like, I wasn't hitting on you. Like yeah. what the fuck? Don't flatter yourself. And then they make you feel weird. Like, and that happened to her with the, um, when she texted him, it was like, I'm not coming over to your parents' house. Also 30 years old, 21 I don't know. I don't like, I don't, not a fan of that age gap. Yeah. It's a little weird. And also like she was saying, like if you were really looking for someone that you wanted to be with and there's all these girls and they're closer to your age, closer to your age. Yeah. I just feel like it's normal to gravitate towards those people who are in a similar stage of life. Like I get what she was saying. It's a little creepy to only go for the young girls. Yeah. I hope someone told his fiance. Hmm. Yeah. Wondering about that as well. Hoping they didn't actually end up getting married because, and by the way, like if my 
Not that I want a fiance who has a ring emoji and my name in his bio at any point. Oh, I forgot about that part. But if I did have a fiance with who had that in his bio and then he enters a new school program and takes it out when, as oh, soon as he enters uh, the program and um, is meeting new people. Yeah. I, I'm calling 911. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> like, I don't understand how... What it, did he not post any photos? No tagged photos? Like, what's the deal with that? Like, how do you scrub your Instagram like that? If you're going to have your... I can understand if you don't update your Instagram. Yeah, we've talked... Yeah, we've, we've talked, talked about, about this so many times. But if you're going to put your fiance shit in your bio and you don't have any photos of them... And then you're meeting a bunch of new girls and you scrub it. Yeah, like, that's an immediate breakup. Oh, my gosh. I also love how her boyfriend was like, oh, he's just trying to make friends, too. Like, I know. Obviously, so King. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they're still together. Oh, Damn. Overall, just like, and you can see those red flags too. And then, of course, he starts talking to someone and he's immediately toxic too. And and also, how are you going to be toxic to a girl when you have a full fiance? Like, how are you going to be controlling towards someone? That's what I'm saying. Like, that is so That's like Stephen from Tell, you, Tell Me Lies um, behavior. Dude, I can't listen to Hey Stephen by Taylor Swift now without thinking of oh Stephen from Tell Me Lies. Oh my God, don't even Lies. tell me that. I'm so sorry. I think it's spelled the same. It's so terrible. Also, I will um, go ahead and say... I'm doing everything I can to enter my reputation era in honor of the eras. Me too. I was going to tell you that. And while I was listening, I was like, there are a few songs that I know and love. And I just like yeah. don't think about as much as the other songs I know. and Yeah. Love. I, when reputation came out, the only song I listened to was don't blame me mm -hmm. banger. Um, but yeah, I've also been giving it like an effort and I do really like it. The rap girl girlies were right. They, I mean, yeah. Some of them, I'm like, oh, man. But <laughs> <laughs> other ones, I'm like, okay, this well, is Well, there's like certain Taylor songs that I just don't like. and On every album, yeah. Yeah, and course. Kevin was, we were in the car and he's like, I'm so glad you're not one of those Swifties who's just like, will ride or die for every song. And I was like, I feel like most true Swifties are not like that. Yeah. Like I'm, they know every, every Swiftie always yeah. talks about how bad me is. Oh my <laughs> God. And it sends me. that one. Like shake it off. Shake it off. I can't skip it fast enough. <laughs> I remember. And of course that was like a fucking sensation, like a hit. I know. Um, I honestly can't stand. I knew you were trouble, but when that song first came out, I specific specifically remember being in Spanish class, like listening to it, and I was like, "There is no other song that will top this." <laughs> like I was like, "This is the greatest song I've ever heard." But I also I don't really it. like Bad Blood either. Oh, Bad Blood sucks. Yeah, I hate. But it. But I was trying to think of if I like I knew you were trouble or Bad Blood more. Okay, I'm sorry. We can stop talking <laughs> about Taylor, but I just wanted to to let you guys know. Uh, I am that way with Halsey though. I don't think she has a single bad song except for New Americana. That's the only one that I fucking hate. But sorry, I don't mind that song. But there are definitely other ones Can't of hers stand. that I do not like. Yeah, that's fair. And oh, man. with peace and love to her and you. Um, we will know by, I'm so scared. Not the time. No, not this episode, the following week, if we've gotten tickets or not for Taylor. So, yeah. And I told, uh, I told my boss that I have to step out on Tuesday to go get tickets. Well, I said this last week, but I didn't specify, but I have like an influencer trip, which is hilarious because I've talked shit about influencer trips, but anyway, it's like for work, but, um, gotta do what you gotta do. I'm doggy I, dog I feel world like I'm going to have to ask the brand like if I can just take I don't understand I'm sure there's other people there I'm, that are like I have to get Taylor tickets as well well I'm thinking like 
the employee, like the everyone. The, yeah. Like who, everyone might need to, but <sighs> the hotel yeah. staff, like let's just all, let's yeah. just all do it. Ah, no, actually let's not do it together. Cause I don't want everyone on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's true. Basically if Kat can't step out during her event, she is placing the most amount of trust anyone has ever placed in me in their entire lives. So, well, I think I'm already, I'm so negative, but I've already accepted like if we can't get them, I'll just spend a fuck ton of money. Right. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. We either spend $500 or we spend a thousand. And at the end of the day, it's all to the wind. By the time we go, it'll be free. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it doesn't really matter. I don't care at all. We'll just dip into those savings yep. mm-hmm. and we're this good This is to why go. I work. This is why I work. This is why we make we work money. work for fun. You don't spend. work for 401k. Exactly. <laughs> we don't have I don't have a, have a 401k. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, okay, your turn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I also have a pretty long one. So That's I'm gonna fine. I feel like we have time. Try to get through it without stuttering. Oh, well. did you? I did like okay. You did I really stuttered a few times, but I felt really out of breath. You did a very good job. Okay. Uh, hey, wanted to start by saying I love your podcast. I feel like I have two best friends, and it feel, feels great because making friends in your mid 20s is hard, even though you guys literally don't know who I am. Anyways, so Emily always talks about her all. <laughs> No, Sorry, I just spilled my drink, but keep going. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so Emily always talks about her awful ex from high school, and it just inspired me to share some of my awful ex stories. The summer going into my senior year of high school, I started dating this boy. He was a year older than me, and I assumed he graduated high school. Later found out he had not. Right. I was swooning over the fact that an older boy not in high school thought I was cute. I should have known this relationship would end terribly by our first date, but I just love ignoring red flags even when they're right in front of me. On our first date, he says we're going to go to a movie and then walk around this park area. The night of the date comes and he texts me asking if I could pick him up because he's having car issues. And I was like, yeah, of course, no problem. I pick him up. We go to see Maleficent. We couldn't have been more than 10 minutes into the movie before he looks at me and asks if I wanted to leave the theater. I was so excited to see the movie, but we left anyways and started walking around the park. He tries taking me to a secluded area. I'm still a virgin at this point and literally tried having sex with me in a public ass park on our very first date, like 20 minutes into it. When I said no, because virgin and scared, he literally got upset and asked if I could take him home. This was my first ever real date, which looking back, I was not even close to a true date. And when he texted me that night apologizing for the way he acted, I accepted the apology and continued this relationship for two and a half years. Every time a big event came around, he would break up with me. So things like my senior prom, senior grad night, graduation, first day of college, I have the most miserable memories. Anyways, my sisters and I talk about this every so often because we always find out the more things he lied about throughout the relationship. I can laugh now and after lots of therapy, I'm currently in a very happy and healthy relationship, but I did this kid for two and a half years and had zero clue that he never never graduated high school never had a driver's license whose car was he illegally driving this entire time he never had a job the entire time we dated and would consistently go missing for hours on end where I thought he was working so who knows what was going on and lots of cheating after I officially built up the courage to tell my parents about everything they helped me get out of this relationship and helped me through the breakup as if this guy wasn't terrible enough though I blocked him on everything like social media and his number and he started hacking into my accounts to unblock himself I had to create an entirely new online identity, change my phone number, the whole nine yards. Three-ish years after we broke up, my senior year of college, I met my current boyfriend. My current boyfriend moved into an apartment complex super close to where my ex used to live. I helped my current boyfriend move into his apartment, and lo and behold, I got an email from my psycho ex. The email said, I hope this is the person I'm actually trying to reach because I'm closer than you think, and if you just gave me one more chance, I'd show that I've changed. 
I had changed my email, but it's still a variation of my name. So I have no clue how I found it unless he tried multiple different variations. But anyways, I had to make a police report and haven't heard from him since that day. So yeah, I'm terrible at ending stories. So sorry for the long rant. But hearing Emily's stories about her ex really makes my heart break for her younger self because I relate all too well. Thanks for having such a great pod and being my two best friends, even though you both have no idea who I am with peace and love. Oh my God. That makes me want to cry for her. Literally. I was so relieved when she said that you know she did the whole therapy she's in a happy and healthy relationship she can look back and laugh about it now because that's how I feel too obviously but I the first date I I was like wow that is incredibly scary so awful it is such a hard thing because when you're young and there's an older guy that is interested in you like that means the world because you're like oh what do I have that everyone doesn't have like it makes you feel really special yeah but that's exactly why those guys are preying on younger girls mm-hmm. so they can act like that yeah. like it's like you have you don't have the dating experience to know better and that's it's just it's just sad yeah looking back it's like the craziest boost of self-confidence but exactly what you said they know what they're doing yeah and they know that they can basically do whatever they want and get away with it yeah because like they know they're making you feel that way too yeah because you have tunnel vision yeah them, yeah so. and i and i totally get that yeah i I mean, hers doesn't even like, or my stories don't even come close to hers because I wasn't fucking stalked at least. Yeah. Because that shit is so scary. And also the odds of your current boyfriend moving so close to your ex sounds like a nightmare. I, this is my second time quoting a TikTok on this. So I'm sorry, but I saw a TikTok today that was like, why do guys like always want to kill themselves after they get out of relationships? Like you were, you were really alive when you were cheating on me last week. Like it's just like they get, they do all this crazy shit and then Mm. they're so devastated and have to like literally stalk you to win you back when they're cheating on you the whole time. Yeah. That is like going the lengths of the, like I've changed, take me back. Like imagine how many emails he sent to like different variations of her name being like, I hope this is the right person. Yeah. No, so fucking weird speaking of someone keeps using our podcast email to sign up for all this like crazy shit have you seen that someone named but was inez Inez, yeah yeah and i have to keep blocking them all it's horrible we keep getting all these emails for inez i saw that but honestly didn't think that much of it inez if you're because i've been deleting them nonstop and unsubscribing so i don't even know if you got to see them all but like it was probably the 20 inez please begging begging and i feel like you have to because even if you were like putting in a random email, it's a lot of lottery type websites yeah. kind of thing. If you're like impossible to say, like I can yeah. say that, but impossible to say pod at gmail.com. That's specific. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, but anyway, Queen, I'm so glad you're doing better. I feel sick about you guys not getting to finish the movie. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I, I feel more sick about what followed that, but like. Oh, and that's horrible, too, because you're sitting in a movie with a guy you're just meeting. And mm-hmm. He's like, want to leave? And you're like, no, no, not one bit. Yeah. Like, this is and a good movie. I just like, I feel like you and I can relate. I just have like such a specific like pit about the walk in the park and like the older guy trying to take advantage. Ugh, disgusting. Proud yeah. of you for, you know, saying no. So I, I mean, I'm just glad that it this is like dark, but I'm I'm glad that. He listened at all to her saying no. And yeah, then, that's like, true. Like it could have been a fucking horrible situation. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, not that he proved himself in any other way, but it's just scary. And then they get so and, upset and afterwards. The, the area with no one around, like outside. Like what the fuck is your problem? That's horrible. It sounds like the beginning of like an SVU episode. 
Yep. That yep. happened to me. I was dating my ex and we were four months into our relationship and I was a sophomore in high school and mm-hmm. so not ready to lose my virginity and four months in and I was like hearing all this pressure from him because he's an older guy and like all his friends were having sex, whatever. I did say no though. So yeah, I remember we were at a friend's house and we went upstairs and I was like, this isn't happening. And he was so mad at me, but I didn't give a fuck. So Ew, that happened. Um, I, some of the guys literally listened to this, but anyway, don't care. Continuing on with the story. <laughs> um, there was this one guy in high school that I like, it was the same situation. He was older. I, we had nothing in common, but I was yeah. like, so obsessed with the idea of him. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my God. Like, obsessed with him being obsessed with me right because it's an older and, guy yeah mm-hmm. and then we all were all hanging out with them and we were going i don't know if i've told this on here before but we were all going to like respectfully hook up but like hooking up for me meant like making out yeah like we were gonna go sit on a couch or a bed and like make out and all of his friends because they were older too and they were like expecting us to all go into these rooms and like have sex like which sounds so scary and my mom's gonna be like oh my god um <laughs> And his friends are shoving condoms. By the way, same group. Um, shoving condoms down my shirt. This is my ex. Yeah. Doing this. Well, actually, and another person. But yeah, yeah. just shoving. Multiple guys. Like just. Yeah. And I was like, no. Like get. Like I. We're not. Yeah. It, it's just like the, disgusting. Like disgusting it's behavior. So fucking toxic. And I know that they were immature too. Like it's just not an excuse. Yeah. Like, it's just none of the. Like I don't. I'm well, sure that they're not like the. Ah, no, never mind. I'm not going to defend them. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, back then, obviously, everyone's way more immature than they are now. But it's still like a group of guys with a group of younger girls. And we were a, there's a year. Yeah, it wasn't gap. like it's we not were like it's multiple years. They, um, were, they weren't out of high school or anything. It's just like it's really terrible. <laughs> just I mean, even in general, like say, you know, nothing about anything, but just yeah. shoving a condom in someone's shirt at any age it's yeah. just like so scary and it sucks too because i feel like so many girls in high school go through so many stressful like sex situations you know what i mean like it's just a fucking normalized thing now for girls to have such similar experiences to like what we went through in high school and what this girl went through obviously you know yeah it's like really- everyone always has like a story yeah it's terrible so terrible but i know i'm sure everyone's thinking of their own personal hell stories from high school triggering (laughs) (laughs) anyway hope all those guys are doing i hope they're having the day they deserve (laughs) um okay i have actually have one perfect in every way Mm. um it was in the facebook group nice which the facebook group has been so active and nice lately um but this person said perfect in every way but you hate their voice like you love everything else about them but you can't stand their voice and you like can't really you can't get over it um oh that is tough so this sucks because you're not going to really be able to relate to this um there's a really there's a really good uh quarterback in the nfl patrick mahomes i know you know you've heard of him i know that yeah sure Um, can't put a face in the name but i've heard that's fine he's like so fucking good but i fucking hate his voice it's like like kind of like not like high pitched, but it's like nasally. Like it just doesn't match like who he is. And it honestly like makes me like him less as a quarterback. Is, <laughs> so he, is he mixed with like light hair or no? Is that someone oh, else? Oh, well, yes. And his brother, his younger brother's Jackson Mahomes, who gets so much hate on TikTok. Okay. Like okay. so much hate. Um, Like his wife is like super obnoxious. Like they get everyone on, on the internet hates them. I don't know if you've seen. 
I know about the quarterback with the brother, but I don't, yeah. I don't know who the brother yeah. is. But anyways, can't stand him. Um, and honestly, because it's, of his, his voice. voice. I'm, I like him, but like it just makes me like him less. So I feel like I might, oh, I might have to be a deal breaker. I think I'm going to be a deal breaker as well Ugh. because it's just not something. I don't need like a voice I'm obsessed with, but if I hate it. I, I don't think I could move on with that. I, I mean, there are, there are people out there who objectively like don't have pleasant voices. No, that's fucked up to say. <laughs> no, I think it's fine. I just I can't. But in everyone's defense, I don't. I can't think of anyone, any guy I've ever met, that's any girl I've of. ever met that like would be a deal breaker. Like, there's not many voices. I'm like, um, no. I'm trying to think. It's like, um, oh my god, Davide from. Love is blind or love is blind. Oh. And everyone was saying that like they thought his accent was fake. And some I didn't people think his hated accent was fake, but I him. did not like his accent. Really? I was felt so unattracted to Davide. Interesting. I literally could never, could never. I wouldn't even want to hook up with him. I think he's, I couldn't hook up with him because I think he's like too gorgeous. He looks like a, a bit emoji or like a, <laughs> like a, one of those Snapchat characters. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think he's he's, he's like, objectively very attractive. Oh, he's like, I'm so literally aware. so handsome. I just think he's way too hot. Yeah, if a guy is too objectively hot, I'm so not interested. Yeah. Kevin, you, of course, are the exception. <laughs> You're the perfect vision of a man. And no, I'm just kidding. But like when I know like, what you mean, when they're just like too sculpted and like. I, I'm not attracted to that. I don't. Yeah, it's just it's I need some like some like grit in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, a lot of people couldn't freaking stand his voice. I didn't like his voice, but I, that's also I'm maybe if I spoke Italian, his voice in Italian might be fine. That's true. But his voice. But that's like his accent. So it's a little bit fucked up. Like it's not really his voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it still is his voice. But it's his voice in English. I'm trying to think of some other people. Honestly, reality TV is the only thing like coming to my mind for like annoying people. That I be can't it, think of a voice that I hate. Yeah. I've never had this situation with like people in my life either. I feel like. Yeah. Um, Which is good. Oh, I have one too. Um, actually, a perfect in every way. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Um, our friend Alicia sent this one to us. I thought it was a good one. Might be obvious answer though. Okay, they're perfect in every way, but whether you go to like a concert, sporting event, whatever, you're sitting, no matter where you're sitting in the stadium, they're screaming at the top of their lungs for whatever's happening. Um, deal breaker. Mine's situational. If it's a concert, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. Love that energy. Yeah. Sporting event, deal breaker. We're in the nosebleeds. You have to be chill. That is the chill zone. Yeah. It's also just... You can, it's just the same thing. You can keep some things to yourself. Yes, yes, 100%. But I mean, yeah, yell when everyone's yelling, like mm-hmm. yell, we need to yell, but all the time it's just a lot. That's obnoxious. It's a lot. Yeah. I remember my, we had a a box at the, now are the commanders, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still just call them Washington football team, but now it's the Washington commanders, Great right? Great job, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we had a box at the commanders growing up. My grandma did. Um, like a seasonal, a season ticket, seasonal box, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Sure. Seasonal sure. box. <laughs> seasonal box. Um, but anyway, we used to go to the games a lot, not a lot, but every once in a while. And there was one, they were playing the Eagles one year and my brother was screaming the whole time, like in the box yeah. and the box is again, chill vibes. Like mm-hmm. we're just eating, sitting, 
it's friends and family and i'm like this is so embarrassing yeah he's not like that anymore but he was young but i was like i i couldn't you can just relax yeah it's a big rivalry though yeah i just was like I, I are you it. really that into it i get it i, get I don't it. know i hear you i don't even think it was like a close game <laughs> right <laughs> just funny um okay i think that's it for this I think app that's it. um should we give like a little like merch update i feel bad because we keep leaving people hanging um we're doing everything we can to get it out like as soon yeah. as possible now now that we've decided on a, des- a design via mm-hmm. the facebook group thank you guys for all voting yeah it should move like really quickly so yeah. um people we'll, asked if it would be before the holidays and yes it should yeah be. yeah I, d- I just would like it out like now yeah but we're working as fast as we can. Yeah. So it's it's coming, which I know we keep saying, but it is actually happening. Soon, yeah. So. I'm really excited. Me too. I can't wait. Um, okay. I think that's I think it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, um, one quick thing. Just wanted to check in. Uh, you know, it's daylight savings now. So. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Um, until I saw my clocks this morning. Today's the first day. So, well, Sunday. We're recording on Sunday. Um, so by the time this comes out on Thursday, I really hope everyone's doing okay. Uh, just a mental. Wait, does that mean it's going to be dark now? Yeah, it's going to be dark by like 5 p.m. Oh my god, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. So, which is great timing because we're going to start releasing, um, you know, some extra content on Patreon. So hopefully that will. That's true. We're actually about to record our first bonus episode yeah and i came up with the idea I'm and so i'm excited. so excited do you want me to tell you emily doesn't know what it is i was say i have no idea i'll tell you what it is now so that if they want to subscribe to it they can see it but i wrote down 20 of my personal okay not necessarily my favorite but like 20 pop culture moments that i like think are funny oh wow 20 and then we are going to have you ever seen like tier lists on youtube no idea what that is you're not really familiar but (laughs) basically you like like on h3 they just did a candy one so yeah we'll rank them in terms of i don't know just the emotion Mm -hmm. they evoke or like how they impacted us and i think we're gonna feel differently yeah so it could be interesting oh i'm so excited but i tried to do ones that you would know because i think there's some niche things that like you just wouldn't know for sure but um yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be good. We're going to film that after this and probably post the video, I'm hoping, on oh, Patreon. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys, you know, are upset because it's dark as fuck now at 5 p.m., uh, go subscribe to our Patreon. It's going to be a feel good mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah. I'm hoping. For sure. Unless we like get in a fight or something. I don't see that happening. Yeah. It's possible. It depends it's a tier on what, list. Yeah. Depends on what you listed. So we'll see. I, I list like <laughs> things about your life. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. So that will be great. Oh, we can talk about more about that later on. But yeah. anyway, everyone have a great rest of your week. And yeah. Have a great weekend. Love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.